How's it going, Ren? I'm just booting things up. You're too quick. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can. Nice. Very holy, good. Holy shit, man! I was rushing. I was rushing around so much. Last minute, I was like, I thought I had. Enough, <laughs> I thought I had enough time. What is what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have enough cables. Not enough charges. My phone was dead. I was like, the only way to start this is with your fucking phone. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's an, it's an unfortunate platform. <laughs> I don't know why they don't just um, allow it on desktop. I don't know. There's there's probably a reason, but... Oh, I know uh, they have their own... Uh, they've got their own like creative studio thing, which is like a live streaming thing, so maybe they want people to use that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, how's things? How's your day? Still busy? Still busy, still busy, but sort of calming down now. Calming down. Good. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Casper. Yeah. Hey, Ren. Hey, Thomas. What are you working on at the moment, Ren? I have a couple of British clients that <laughs> I'm doing some 3D work for. You lucky devil. Yeah. What type of sector, industry? Fintech and crypto, let's say. <laughs> uh, yes, you mentioned crypto. Fintech and crypto. Christ. Yeah. Must a lot of money in that, I guess. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah let's see about that. <laughs> <laughs> Imaginary money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something. All right. Yeah. Uh, shall we wait a minute or two? Yeah, couple of, give it a couple of moments. People are... Last uh, last time the the bulk of the people I think showed up pretty pretty At late in terms of the beginning. At the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was rushing for a charger and I uh, I couldn't even find a charger for my phone, so I had to bring up um, my wireless uh, dock thing. <laughs> oh. So I'm just Ooh. I'm just staring at my phone. That'd be fine. Yeah. Right? That'd be fine. Uh, it'll be fine. I was I was looking. I realized that I needed to connect my. I have the Rode mic that I needed to connect to my MacBook, and I realized that it's USB C to USB C, and the only cable I have at hand is I think eight meters long. <laughs> so <laughs> to connect about thirty centimeters, I have about eight eight meters of cable on my table. Now. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> I was I had a similar thing because I've got a I've got an adapter and it only has one USB C port and that's I'm using that for my bike so I was like oh fa yeah right <laughs> <laughs> next time next time we'll uh, we won't have this issue bro it's fine it's fine right I think we should make a move How about that yeah hopefully my mic is uh, is recording fine yeah same but, uh, yeah let's do this. Don't have a jingle at the moment, Ray, but next time we'll have a jingle. <laughs> yeah, let's have a jingle. Okay, so uh, welcome to episode number one of the official Layers podcast, Overlay. Uh, I'm the founder of Layers, Lee McCabe. And I'm a illustrator and designer, Rayo Palbiste. And today we're super excited to celebrate the first episode of Overlay. Woo! Um, Woo! <laughs> I, need a, I need a soundbar, we need a soundbar. I thought yeah. uh, for the very first episode, um, 
we could just give a brief introduction of who we are and how we got here, Ro. So if uh, you take it away. Yes. So brief introduction. Uh, I'm an illustrator and a designer, a product designer. I've been a designer for about 10 years now. I recently, oh, I don't know how recently, uh, some time ago I discovered <laughs> Layers, uh, became an active member of the community and sort of that's how, that's how it's been so far. <laughs> Plugging Layers from the right off. Oh. Good, good job. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a genuine connection, so I didn't even realize it. Um, and I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, myself, um, been de designing and developing uh, websites, apps uh, for about 15 years now, um, working at agencies and my own agency, Kodamonda, with uh, my partner, Alessia, and uh, yeah, recently started Players about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, so... I think the first thing we wanted to discuss uh, was just to jump into some layers uh, stuff, talk about layers for a bit, and yes. then, we'll, then we'll jump into some just general design news. And then uh, yes. towards the end, we can perhaps take questions if anyone has any uh, questions regarding yes. layers or anything or to row. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's go straight into layers. So current, uh, the most recent updates uh so for the longest time the home page of layers was actually the recent page so more and more posts more and more people have been posting to layers uh, which is good um but it means the the recent page is not really uh scalable as much especially if uh you ref you keep refreshing it's it's good for seeing new content but um content can also get lost um and it's it's also uh, a little less curated so the bigger layers gets obviously uh the more chance of uh <laughs> spam or low, lower quality posts let's say might creep in yeah so we uh decided to uh put, put the page uh first which uh, uh should probably really be called trending because uh it's not it's not popular overall but it's popular um for that day so yeah. every 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 day it, uh it changes um so that's the first change that's been live uh for about a week or two and next thing was uh messaging messaging, messaging that was also that was always a a plus feature uh initially uh but that's now been opened up to everyone so everyone can just uh, use the messaging platform messaging feature to uh talk to each other um, it's very rudimentary. Uh, it's not even real time. It's like uh, it's almost like email. <laughs> I should have yeah, just yeah. I should have just like designed it like email, and then uh, people wouldn't probably expect it to be real, be real time. But anyway, hopefully in the future, near future, it'll be real time. Um, I'm yeah. I'm on the on the messaging part. I'm wondering, do we have anybody who's listening right now who has actually received a message from somebody who they, who they don't know? Like actual <laughs> genuine, uh, like a genuine message, message not a test. That isn't spam. Yeah, uh, that isn't. Sp oh yeah, we're. <laughs> no, I, it I don't think we're at that scale yet to uh, start yeah. getting any sort of dodgy messages. But yeah, if you have, uh, let us know. Uh, in the Discord, we've started to start. We we've started to. Um, well, I created a channel where we could celebrate anyone that gets work from Liz because I know a few people have. Um, 
but uh, yeah. yeah, there's no way of actually sharing that and they might message me directly. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a few more people that haven't said anything. So yeah, there's a space on Discord uh, if you do get a client through theirs. Um, and the next one was scheduling. So scheduling has been a, a feature that people have wanted for a long time. Um, yes. I thought it'd be... I thought it'd be way more complicated than it was actually. So maybe that's kind of why I put it off a bit. <laughs> but, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, like was much, was... it was much simpler than I thought. I mean, perhaps it gets a bit more tricky at scale, uh, but it, in, in um, Les's current situation, it's, it's fine. Um, oh yeah, for those just joining, uh, I'm, I'm talking as Les, but I'm Liam. Uh, if if someone knows <laughs> if someone knows how I can join and have layers host without two devices, I think you need two mobile devices. Let me know. Um, I'm sure Ross, the pro, probably knows. Um, and then more recently, <laughs> we introduced a new weekly interview series called Behind the Mask. We had our very nice. own Rayo uh, be the first one, uh, which was super exciting. I've been, I've been to have had had this on the back burner for months now. Um, I've always wanted to do it. Uh, just was trying to figure out the best way to do it. Um, so did just, you? By the way, did you send out uh, an email for the behind the mask as well? I didn't know. Do you think that's email worthy? <sighs> oh, well, I mean, it would be for you. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was trying to think back. Like you released another one today, and uh, I didn't remind. I didn't remember. Did I get an email from Layers or not? But, I mean, it feels it feels nice. It feels like uh, highlighting yeah. a member member of the community, talking about them a little bit. Um, I think I, it would it would be nice. I think. I always find email so uh, uh, touchy. I don't know. It has a very sensitive. Really? Uh, environment to me I'm, I'm i'm worried that i yeah i don't want to email anyone spam <laughs> especially because you true. get especially because you get those uh you obviously have a uh, a limit or yeah however many times uh, people report uh, the emails as spam uh, is uh, an official record but i mean it's, it's it's a very very low amount and no one really does that but yeah maybe i need to just uh, get over that and uh <laughs> test it a little until we start getting yeah. complaints. <laughs> yeah, until Ask for then. forgiveness, until right? then. not permission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, and you, like, you, can have, you can have preferences, you can turn them off. Like if you don't want to see the behind the mask, you don't need to, right? Like that's, it can that's be true. A, sort of a switch off. That's true. Um, yeah, so those are the things that have recently uh, gone live. Uh, there might be a few other things, but I cannot recall. Bug fixes. Bug fixes, always bug fixes. Yeah. yeah. And do new wanna... bugs and new bugs in fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you wanna briefly go over the, the outage uh over weekend as well? Oh mate. Uh I forgot about it. Yeah, we had a brief uh data loss incident which was uh very exciting. Not <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was uh I was reviewing the whole stack and I was trying to make it a bit more secure. So I put in a place uh, put into place lots of uh, various configuration features, firewalls, that type of stuff. And one of them was uh, encrypting the database, uh, yeah, which uh, 
did wasn't as straightforward as I thought. Uh, it did result in a, in a teeny bit of data loss, <laughs> as well as removing mm-hmm. the automated backups, which is not ideal. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was that was quickly resolved with some help from Amazon. Um, nice. And also uh, put in place a, a few measures so it just doesn't happen again. Uh, it's impossible to remove the database uh, now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that if that does happen, there's a final backup made. And the third one is the automated backups. Uh, they'll they'll be stored uh, someone somewhere else on a different service or okay. something. Uh, just uh, for disaster so scenarios. Yeah. In, so in case Amazon so it is super down, safe you know? now. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it, like if 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 Amazon Web Services go down, that means like we have we have much more bigger problems than uh, than layers going down. I think. <laughs> then, then like, I'll be, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it has happened occasionally where uh, uh, a few um, regions have gone down. Uh, hasn't had hasn't happened recently, but I remember um, six months or a year ago, maybe. Yeah. Like, like East or. Did uh, the. Did that did that hiccup now sort of made you um, reconsider or somehow sort of uh, think about th- think differently about the new features that you're building on top of things now? Is that changing your perspective somehow? Um, uh, I guess it's making me be a bit more cautious with what I'm uh, deploying. I mean, I tend to deploy. Uh, uh, very, very often, small things, small things a lot rather than um, big, big, big things rarely. And okay. this this change was ridiculously small uh, in the code base. It was one line, so it's uh, yeah, it's quite incredible what the the power it can, the effect it can have. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be um, uh, have a bit more of a process to. Uh, plan, test, review, uh, things going out uh, in an effort nice. to prevent that happening again in the future, basically. Um, and and just to ensure uh, things are properly tested so there's fewer bugs. But uh, yeah, it's currently just me. So it's QA is uh, a, a brisk endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Unless yeah, there's... You... Yeah, go on. You'll... So there's like there's there's limited hours in the day, yeah. So do what you can do, and uh, we like yeah, it, it's understandable. It's, it's just a one man operation basically. But I can definitely uh, prioritize features that might be a bit more sensitive and uh, give those a bit more QA. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So. And yes, the future future stuff coming uh, coming to yes. So I've been working on um, this big like colors features like colors feature uh, where you'll be able to create your own palettes, etc. Um, so nice. a few people have been uh, requesting to be able to filter by color layers specifically. Uh, so. First stage to that was um, basically generating uh, color palettes for each layer. Um, so you had to figure out the best way to do that. Um, 
and then just with a slightly basic algorithm you can um, use the RGB values of a color to uh, filter uh, layers by any any color basically um, but nice. it's also but it's also opened the doors to um, having a whole palettes section where you can uh, yeah. view all the palettes uh, that have been generated by layers uh, but you you can also generate your own palettes uh, using the various color models um, such as uh, analogous uh, what are they called all the others monochromatic and all that sort of stuff You'll be able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's going to be a whole palette generator thing, which is 80% there now. I just need to uh, uh, f fix any bugs, I guess, test, test it out. Um, <laughs> a bit of QA. A bit of QA. And there's also also like a like a color library. So every every palette uh, obviously consists of X amount of colors, and each one of those colors is actually stored in the database. Um, so essentially going to have a page for every layer palette and a page for every color uh, that is on layers, which uh, might sound a bit boring, but <laughs> it's actually it's actually it's actually really good for SEO. So um, okay. if, you, if okay. you're searching if you're searching for any color like red designs, red UI designs, or blue illustrative yeah. designs, or something like that, or sunset palettes yeah yeah you'll be able to filter palettes by certain styles or themes like if you want a warm palette or a, a halloween themed uh, palette it's it's it should be great for seo um so it should so it should allow layers to get a bit more reach uh, and get a, uh -huh. get a few more signups basically so so that's basically a feature born out of seo <laughs> kind of kind, kind of. of i don't think it um, i don't know if the origin was seo i think i think uh people have been requesting it for a while i think and it has a nice seo upside let's say then i think yeah i think it was actually born out of procrastination you know because i was uh, i was probably stuck or bored uh, with another feature I was working on, <laughs> so I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, these color generators are cool. I'll try. I'll try and build my own." Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, like it's a, and then and then I an saw ADHD the ADHD thing. Yeah, and then I saw the SEO implications, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, then you were sold. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, th those will be going uh, live soon. Uh, oh, nice. you, you, the, there'll also be uh, you'll be able. You'll be able to like uh, palettes and colors, so there'll be like a, a trending palettes and colors and stuff like that. There'll be a more of a bit of a oh. profile building there as well. Yeah, um, another way to game the system. <laughs> uh, of course not. That's actually, yeah, it's not really part of uh, layers itself, uh, uh, as in um, the posts. It's more, of yeah. a it's more of a separate thing, not really tied, but they do appear in your profile. Um, just, just as a way to record them, basically. Yeah. Because if you okay. if you if you like a few palettes, if you've seen a few palettes that someone's made uh, that you like, uh, yeah, it saves it to your profile, basically. Um, so yeah, got that whole feature coming out. Oh, and also, Rare did a freaking kick-ass, another ridiculous animation for that, <laughs> 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 which uh, I should yeah I should finish just to post that bloody animation. Damn. Um, 
Okay, and then in the future, or should, I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the near, near future. So I don't near know, future, yeah. yeah. Near future, next uh, things coming out is our projects. So you'll be able to group uh, layers and, and groups of layers into projects. So like a, a client project or something like that. Um, after that, we're going to introduce uh, challenges which is kind of possible on the platform at the moment um, in, in, in the respect that you can reply to a layer. So if you go on someone's uh, layer page in the uh, bottom action bar, there's like a little left arrow uh, where you can reply to a layer. So we can actually use that functionality to build uh, like uh, these or host these competitions. And there's going to be a competition... Nice. Going to be a competition next week um, to design a app icon with a, a friend of mine um, and his product to be to be announced. I'll, I'll keep something. I'll keep something's a uh, secret for now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the only the only change I think that needs to happen to the platform is actually displaying the replies in the layer page. Um, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking about as well. Like some sort of like an assembly of all of the various replies. Yep. So that should be a that should be a relatively small uh, change to to make. Um, yeah. But that be that be fun because um, yeah, I've always wanted to add those uh, have have more challenges competitions on uh, on yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, be nice. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I, th I was planning on bringing annotations back. So Layers had annotations back in the day, months months ago now. Uh, <laughs> back in the day is months ago. <laughs> Possibly even years ago. God, I don't know. Um, yeah. Can yeah, you explain what the, what the annotations was? Um, so they behaved the same way as in most design tools so you could go on a layer um, and just as you might comment below the layer uh, in this instance you would click on the layer click on the image click on the video uh, at any xy coordinate and leave a comment there so just like you would in figma or sketch yeah so um, figma comments for layers pretty much um, pretty much and I'm hoping to tie this in with um, another potential collaboration, um, which would involve like a, a feedback session, a feedback day, where um, a Ooh. yeah, like a, uh, a professional agency or a person with uh, years of experience, they would uh, uh, cl collaborate with us and be like, uh, "Oh, this is." agency's feedback day and if you posted a layer on that day uh, they will uh, take a look at your layer and give feedback through annotations uh, nice. so bas basically like a bit like portfolio reviews and those types of things but just for layers yeah um, yeah yeah which uh All right. which, which should be fun um because i i've been wanting to do more on the feedback side of things on layers because mm -hmm. uh, work in progress section has kind of been neglected a little so i'm hoping yeah this this like feed feedback collaboration effort would 
give it a jump start let's say uh, yeah yeah because i'll put the uh i'll put the feedback comments back in the sidebar um so when this happens this feedback session you'll see the feedback appearing in, in the sidebar and uh yeah it should be it should be hopefully encourage a lot more feedback um what else i think that i think that's mostly it for the layers stuff it, right so we covered projects we covered challenges and and annotations then i mean there's so much more but uh let's 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 <laughs> keep that t for the next one let's say yeah that makes sense that makes sense so wanna wanna talk about news uh yeah although we do have one request uh so let's just bring, oh let's just bring abraham in see if you got a question uh it's been a while abraham you probably had your hand up for a while but if you have a question just let us know let's pray that it actually works oh yeah because it didn't it never really works that well does it i mean we've probably been talking for so long he's just wandered off <laughs> uh, uh oh but it's 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 fine we'll leave him as speaker for now okay all right but yeah let's 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 talk about news uh what one of the one of the things i wanted to discuss with you Ray, was um yeah all this ai design stuff this generative ai design and I was, I yeah. was curious because it hasn't really caught up to the 3D level quality-wise yet, at least not to my knowledge. Are you are you yeah. worried? Are you worried at all? Are you nervous at all about any no, 3D prompt generation? No, no, no. I've seen some like, well, there's a. I'm not. I'm not nervous in the sense that. I'm afraid that uh, like a machine will take away my my job. Not in that sense, because I feel like what I've seen so far, at least from a couple of startups who do do some 3D stuff, like prompt into 3D, it's very it's very like you can technically say, yeah, it worked, but it's not an actually usable model, or there's nothing you can actually do with it yet. So maybe it'll get better. There is there is parts of 3D like in the production pipeline of 3D, there's a lot of very small steps that using AI would really, really, really help. So I'm more, more, more interested in augmenting my own workflow right now with AI in certain steps, rather than trying to have it do the whole entire thing and see what comes out of it. But mm. just 3D, 3D you, is so much more complex as well. You have so many more variables. Yeah, it's like it's a uh, yeah, it's it's not like they tried to do it. I've seen it done, but it's not real. Like, it's not really usable. Like it's technically, you could say it worked, but it's not really usable. Would you would you ever use it for like a a starter? Like a, a no, not I'm, even not even uh, a starter. No, no. Like for example, for example, the the earliest stage. Uh, an AI generated whatever would come in to my workflow would be texturing. So the model is already done. The animation is already done. The thing that I would need help with is sort of unwrapping, UV unwrapping or texturing or smart texturing, stuff like that. If an AI could sort of, 
intelligently help me texture texture a model that would be a great help if not i can still manage it on my own as well <laughs> that's it texture model i mean that sounds doable it's just uh yeah whether or not do you think there's a demand there? well 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 you can like if you have a water bottle at hand like you like imagine unwrapping that tech like that sort of like a texture to a flat surface mm making sense of that and then adding texture to that like it sounds easy but when you get <laughs> down to it it's a it's a nightmare every time i mean uh, there's this there's a there's a company called luminalabs.ai and yeah doing, i know that yeah, yeah they're doing some frighteningly crazy stuff with 3d a lot of uh what was it called uh gaussian splatting or something where you can take a picture yeah 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 and basically recreate the 3D environment. Yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. It's uh, it looks great. Like I and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of very clever ways to use this, but the way the point from where I'm creating my work is so so separate from what they're doing or what they what the AI generated sort of space is doing. That I have no like even even if you could replicate my animations and my work one to one with an AI, it, that doesn't take away my joy of creating it. You yeah, know? very true. So, so that doesn't that doesn't affect me in any way. Also, I think a lot of the work that you do is uh, animation as well, not just three D illustrations. Like I've seen a lot of uh, obviously. <laughs> AI generated 3D illustrations, which are getting better and better. Um, yeah, that's well, that. You, they're gone. They're they're. Uh, I think they're the end game is they're turning into a game engine, right? And the game engine involves a lot of a lot of innate knowledge, like uh, physics, uh, like soft body physics, like hard, hard like. Uh, all sorts of uh, interesting questions that uh, yep. uh, that you might not think about when you do th when you're looking at three D stuff. So we'll get there, and I think we'll get there sooner than later. Like the rate of, I feel when we're talking about AI, I feel uncomfortable forming an opinion or giving out an opinion because the tech is developing so fast that I've <laughs> barely understood what we're doing yesterday. Today we're doing something different already. <laughs> Like I, I barely caught up the with singularity the singularity rare when they rise up. <laughs> you want to be on their side, I'm, is that I'm, what you're saying? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like a short-term pessimist, long-term optimist. So, <laughs> like, it's, I'm, I'm not interested in what happens now. I'm interested in what has been happening for a year now. That sort yeah. of that, like. I see. I see. It makes sense. Does that make sense. sense? It does make sense. And I guess we can segue into. Uh, uh, the the new Vision Pro, are you interested at all in getting that? Uh, I've had like I had an HTC Vive uh, a couple of years ago. Have you have you tried any sort of VR stuff? Yeah, we have a we have a couple of Oculuses. They were yeah, they, so they were hu hugely fun for a week or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It was like the first time I tried it. I would say it was like almost like a religious experience. It was, <laughs> it was, it was really like stunning. But now, uh, and I really enjoyed it too. Like for 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 a limited period of time. But now that 
I'm being presented with this device that I should be wearing for a lot of times, for a lot for a, for a long t for a long time. Yeah. I'm not into that at all. Like it looks interesting, but it looks version like the real device that we would want is ten versions beyond this one. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I do, I do agree. I do agree. I mean, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be very heavy, and you can't really wear it for longer than. Well, probably half an hour. I mean, I think the battery well, is people, maybe two to four hours, but... Pe people are already doing lud ludicrous stuff with it. They're, like, driving driving the cars, wearing it, they're flying a plane with it. Uh, well, I, was, I, was trying to, I was trying to think if they ever did these type of videos with, like, the Oculus or the HTC or... I don't think well, they did. Well, those don't have the see-through, right? Uh, that's true. Well, they did, but it was shitty black and white, right? <laughs> So yes, but with this one, that that it's supposedly pretty good or good enough, let's say. Yeah, it's supposed to be, so, yeah, so low late, so low latency that it just tricks your brain. Yeah, but I, was, I, but was I also I was wondering yeah. why 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 does yeah it doesn't doesn't seem that impressive to me. Surely isn't it just a camera? Uh, and then displaying that in your eyes, like you don't actually have to do the spatial stuff unless you're using the spatial stuff. So the latency I... from just—I'm—I'm I'm being very naive here. But like, if you hold, <laughs> if you if you lift up your phone and open the camera, what's yeah. the latency of the what is, what is capturing to displaying on the screen? Good question. I have no idea. So, so I'm like, so I'm, what? What's the impressive bit behind it? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's the what fact that it's doing all the like? spatial stuff, right? <laughs> all, all, yeah. the, all the calculations, and it's actually doing stuff in like ten milliseconds or whatever. Look, not to sound, not to sound like uh, like people, like a person who hates Apple, which I don't hate Apple, but I feel like this is a moment <laughs> where. But I feel like this is a moment where it's it's exciting and it has a lot of hype behind it because this is Apple tackling a sort of a new area of peripherals or mm. a new type of device. And they're, they're obviously going to do it the way Apple would do it. So there's gonna, they're going to out, outdo the competition in some sense. But I also feel like there's going to be a lot of downsides to that at the same time. In the short term, until their until their glasses on your face. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get to that. Like I wear glasses all all the time. Uh, like using any sort of that sort of fish fishbowl like device on my head is extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I would never wear contacts, so I'm uh, I'm biased against it by nature. I would say. <laughs> but like where 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 there's a lot of benefits, I'm also like. Is this is this really something that we want to uh, have? Like you see all those dystopian type. Um, you mean like or... a societal like a societal yeah, effect? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, there, there was, there was the video. There was the video that this one person shared that was doing the rounds on, yeah. on Twitter of him yeah. just walking around his, around his apartment and he had screens everywhere. Yeah. and you're like, oh, this is this is hell. This, this is cool, but at the same time. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want that, you know. It's just like, right, exactly, exactly. It's so like, it's I, so busy, and you 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 literally can't turn off at any given moment in time, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like you can't just put. I guess you could just take it off. But if they're if they're your glasses, if they're yeah, if you wear glasses normally, I guess there's there's always going to be a button to turn it off. But uh, yeah, imagine imagine the vision. This ne- it's never going to happen. But imagine Vision Pro becoming like a like a mandatory piece of equipment for office work and from ho- from like. Uh, work from home situations as well mm. and your employer can control like wh- where the where the screens are that you see and whether you see them or not so there's literally your wall is your wall is covered with either microsoft teams or slack <laughs> or like whatever whatever oh, else terrible right <laughs> oh, and you cannot do anything about it <laughs> Yeah, get back to work. You put your glasses on, and your your bedroom or living room is just covered in outlook. Yeah, <laughs> email or like Microsoft Excel or or something worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we these are these are the uh, the the cons. Let's say, I mean, there are some crazy other uh, incredible use cases. Um, it looks cool. It looks cool. But yeah, if I if I if I or or yourself was using it, like we we spend most of our time designing. Well, you, you're designing three D illustrations, animations. I'm doing two D interfaces. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure projecting a two D interface into a three D spatial uh, area is a huge leap in. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Productivity or whatever. I'm, I'm, not sh- I'm not sure I'd want to do it. I, I tried it out of the Oculus. It's very cool, but I don't know. Right? Right? Like nice. I I could make sense of it. I could make like it it sounds like a really viable use case where you have to work in a very in an environment that's very limited in space. Like where you don't have you have zero room basically, so you can have either like a very tiny laptop, or you could wear this and have as many screens as you want, basically. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense. Sorry, I was just looking at Abraham's comment. Um, I also noticed uh, Alvish is in the is in the room. Uh, Alex, yes, he if, is. If you wanna, we can uh, kind of do like your behind the mask uh, questions live if you fancy. Uh, but no pressure. If you if you're interested, just raise your hand or, or anything. Um, the other thing, uh, the other bit of news I wanted to discuss was: Did you see uh, Arc Search's new app or the browser company's new app? Uh, I've. This is a good question. Uh, I saw it being <laughs> released, but I haven't used it yet. But I, I do f- use Arc on my MacBook. I find it really interesting because um, what what it essentially does, the browse for me uh, feature, is build a very basic website based on your search terms. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, so in the in the long run, I mean, I kind of had a similar thought back in the day, like with, uh, as soon as uh, LLMs came in and you could prompt AI, yeah. what what would yeah. a, a modern search engine or browser look like? And yeah. w- would it essentially just be, I'm searching for something, here is the prompt. Yeah. And whatever that is, 
returns it in a formatted way that might have a layout or might have some graphs, might have some videos, might have some images. It just builds you a page based on whatever you're looking for. And I'm like, does that just, would that just completely replace websites or even probably not apps, but websites? I mean, like if you introduce, if you introduced a, a design system directory, for example, Apple could have a design yeah. design system, a public design system, which they might do. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, uh, actually, they do have a lot of guidelines. But a design system that's set up in a way that uh, something like Arc can just load. And let's say you're, you're searching for something Apple-related, like uh, the latest, yeah. Vision, latest Vision Pro, latest yeah. iPhone, how much is it? And it... Yeah. It gets all the information for you. It puts a nice little heading, a paragraph. It even puts in, uh, builds the whole somewhat checkout system, the, like the like the color customizations, the all that stuff. Mm, yeah. Because yeah, because websites like like this. Well, probably not. It probably wouldn't affect marketing websites. Well, maybe it would. Marketing websites, um, but they'd be they wouldn't be that creative. They would always be based on like a design system. But you'd essentially be able to just build anything with design system components. So I, I like yeah. this is a very like basic version of uh, Arc Search that's just come out. But I'm like, damn, what would what would version five <laughs> look like if you right? It's like, it's like I, yeah, I have a I have a, I have an interesting use case for this. I think from from three D work. So for example, recently I had to I was working on a project and I needed to understand how do you use an Apple Watch? Uh, yeah, I do. Sorry. So the, the Apple Watch has a little crown, right? The little rotating dial. Yep. So I had to in detail understand how that looks like and what the sort of the measurements around it is or the ratios of uh, cuts that are into it and how how it how it looks in detail so i was i was sort of plundering the 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 google image search for that and various other sites but if i could get like a basically a written report on the apple watch's hardware design like on the crown specifically and other other materials related to that, like other examples related to that, that would be incredibly useful for me. Hmm. Is that hard to find? Uh, it's not. Well, like there's a lot of images of the Apple of the the Apple Watch, but not that many of the crown itself specifically. So people take images of the of the watch, but the getting the crown is almost like macro level of photography. Right, so it's a, also, it's a that, very that is also a new thing that's started happening though recently they've started to embed 3d models of their products well i think that yes. I think they, inter they introduced it with uh like the ar and vr features of yeah yeah iOS, yeah right? i've gotten a couple i have a couple of clients who use those as basically their primary their primary source of inspiration was like we we want exactly this <laughs> like make it exactly like Apple has it on their site. Oh, that's pretty cool, for it. Uh, yeah. Alvish, 
Are you there? Um, I think, yeah, that's really all I had on the agenda. Is there anything I else? Have a, I have a question. I have a question for you on the generative AI uh, part. Hit me. Uh, so I know GitHub has uh, Copilot, and I know you can use ChatGPT in when you're doing some sort of code writing as well. Yep. But do you foresee sort of uh, do you foresee some other tool or Copilot or, or ChatGPT taking over more of your like literal typing code writing work? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I think I think. Um, I think the more the more recent stuff is combining LLMs, combining AI agents. So rather than just having one Copilot or uh, one ChatGPT, you basically have uh, well multiple or as many as you need, and each yeah. one each one has a has a role. Uh, so you might yeah. have a, you might have a DevOps AI, you might have a software engineer AI, you might you might you might even have a project management AI. So, Ooh. What, yeah, once, once, once the coding actually gets better, I mean, for, for TypeScript and the stuff I do, it's actually very, very good. I've heard it's not that great for other languages, uh, but for what okay. I'm doing, especially with layers, I use it a lot. Um, but it's still, it's still relying on me prompting it basically so so you'd want I, it to if, predict what you need <laughs> no uh n not necessarily predict but prompt less um but yeah maybe there is an element of prediction uh especially after it's worked with you for a while but the the prediction i guess would just be based on context right um like if it it, it would just be a brief uh, a long brief uh, so, for example, the the colors feature, I could write a brief, mm -hmm. uh, and then give it to a number of AI, uh, an AI team. Essentially, it would go yeah. away in probably like five seconds, and actually, and actually come back with a, a working solution. And oh wow! I'm I'm sh I'm sure that's probably being worked on at the moment, and probably can be done already, because uh, can... AI. AI is pretty good at debugging as well. So if you had like a, a QA AI uh, talking with a software engineer AI, it's like, oh, I just tried running this code and I got this error. And the uh, software engineer AI is like, oh yeah, that's probably because X, Y, Z. That, yeah, that was my, that was literally my next question would be to, if you can make a, if you can make a, uh, a language model, write the code, can you also force one of them to debug the code as it's coming out and sort of cycle, <laughs> force, cycle it? Force it. There is no force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cycle it until a uh, cycle it until there's no more bugs that it can find. Yeah, but 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 then it's it's like, is the future gonna just be bugless, or are we gonna have AI QA people? I feel I feel what they're not taking into account fully is the human ingenuity part in breaking interfaces. 
So, and I don't think AI can predict all of the various parts. You can fuck it up. Like you can really, like you you can really find ways to break things. Uh, I don't think an AI can can replace that uh, that sort of motivation. <laughs> you call it ingenuity, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, you might be you might be right there. But, it, but, but I think that um, will always decrease over time, the amount that AI will be capable of uh, compared to humans will probably yeah, increase and there'll be less need coding wise for <coughs> humans. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really know how far it's going to go, you know, but it'll, oh, probably, it's hard it'll, to, it'll, it's... it'll probably get to a stage where it will build it'll be able to design and build something completely adequate and will be very acceptable to a lot of people um, yeah 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 and so and so that will take over because people will be yeah. able to just focus on their ideas uh, yeah. like uh, and just explain their vision and ai will pop out the result and the, the code probably won't matter so much i mean yeah. it would it would security wise you'd have to review everything um, I, that's like when you when we were talking about before like uh, the ai replacing some of the some of the work or all of the work when we when we talk about just ai generated designs i i i'm very sure of that 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 it's not going to s at least severely affect um uh, that's the design industry i think or like this is what the what the what the ai generated uh, design is is so far down technologically speaking of what the ais are being developed for it's like mm. yeah we can make pretty pictures with them but what you really want it to do is think right so mm. we're like, like we're we're using a super highly 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 sophisticated hammer for to drive in a nail where the hammer is supposed to do something else entirely i think so it's a uh, and coding is much more closer to to what it's supposed to do right it it builds a machine itself yeah. it itself is a machine so how far removed are is how far removed is itself from duplicating itself yeah <laughs> it's getting is getting very AI heavy, which I'm I'm not a, I'm not opposed to. But I mean, we we can't even yeah, build. Me we we can't even uh, we we can't even build a human, for example. I mean, <laughs> obviously we can uh, reproduce, but we don't know how to build a baby from scratch. So the the idea that we could give birth to uh, well an AI. It would, uh, yeah, it would have to be by accident. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, unless we can truly understand how we function at its at, a, at like, a very core level. Yeah, I, I you know how I feel, uh, how I feel about not not the like art creation AI, but AI that sort of tries to like ChatGPT. That feels incredibly powerful for me, right? Uh, yeah. To a point where it's it's. It's. I would struggle to explain this to my parent, right? It's. It's incredibly. It's incredibly sophisticated. I feel like this is. We're at a point where. Uh, I feel like I'm a peasant, like in the 15th century, who's looking at a new, 
cathedral being built. Like this incredibly, incredibly complicated, sophisticated structure that mm. has an incredibly complicated, sophisticated music instrument inside of it as well that doesn't exist anywhere else. Mm. And I'm witnessing this and thinking like, wow, like I'm a worm compared to that. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse, Ray. It's going to get more sophisticated. It's only going to get worse, exactly. <laughs> it's not getting better. <laughs> But I think it still is still based on quite a lot of uh, prediction and just like figuring out what comes next, especially when it comes to LLM. So there's an, there's an element of uh, the like crea creativity and coming up with uh, unique ideas might be the wrong word, but ideas that don't necessarily have an origin. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a, lo a lot of a lot of ideas, a lot of our ideas probably do come from experience and and instinct and stuff like that. But I guess a lot of people like to think that there's also an element of uh, unknownness to it, which unless we ourselves are able to figure that out. Yeah. Having a, a an algorithm or an entity, like a AI entity, f have that as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems inevitable in my mind that it will happen. But the more I talk about it, I'm like, <laughs> but how? But how would it happen? It would have to be an accident, right? Because I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> but they're, they're, they already they already go on about these LLMs. Like, oh yeah, most of the time we actually don't know how uh, the LLM got to that result. Because there's there's well, just so many layers of extra ab abstraction and prediction. You're like, you, you can't. You can't fully dissect it. I feel, but the uh, I feel like that concept itself has has been a part of the conversation for a very long time already. I feel like the first example that comes to mind is like YouTube algorithms, right? Mm. It's the it like how it works. They don't know, but it works in a, like it tu it tunes itself specifically to you and le like learns your behavior, right? Uh, but how does it how does it do what it do? Oh, it's also quite a convenient argument, though, when it goes wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, so well, everybody wins. did all that stuff. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. It's having a bad day. It's trying out new things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tweaked one uh, one humor uh, thing too much. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, Shall we uh, open it up to if anyone's got any questions about uh, layers or any or anything that we've discussed so far? Just raise your hand. Um, I mean, this is a podcast, and we started the first one as a space. Uh, I don't think we really thought about that, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we did a we did a test yeah. space beforehand, so yeah, a space felt like uh, the way to go. But maybe in the future, we'll just do. Uh, a podcast together, Rayo, and release it like normal. Yeah. Or we can do yeah. a space every every episode or every other episode. Well, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe there's a way to sort of simultaneously record the podcast in like, you know, software that works it together yeah. somehow. And then at the same time, broad broadcast it as a space as well. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess the benefit of doing it uh, live 
is you do have potential question opportunity like the community can get involved so speaking of I guess I, do we have any <laughs> but i guess if we're space yeah if we're doing a space then we should really open it up more rather than uh just talk as if it's a podcast and they're not they're not there but yeah i guess we could we could open that up to uh what people think because we're going to put this yeah we're, we've, we're recording this one anyway so um yeah and we've got a we have an email overlay at layers.2 so people can give us feedback etc um, please do but uh alvish is here i will <laughs> if, if you want to do a little live behind the mask alvish uh more than welcome we'd love to have you chat but if not no pressure um otherwise i think we have discussed everything on our agenda for yes. this initial episode. You want to Let's talk about uh, plus? Ah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do a proper ending. Um, yeah, so thanks so much for uh, uh, coming by and listening. Um, if you're looking to support layers in any way or gain access to additional features such as analytics, scheduling, profile customization, customization and more, uh, then please uh, consider subscribing to Layers Plus. Uh, it does it does help a lot. Um, oh, there's al- there's also a promo code which I actually need to uh, set up <laughs> for overlay <laughs> lis- for overlay listeners. Uh, but it'll be ten percent off an annual plan, and uh, the promo code will be overlay ten. So that's overlay ten. And nice. yes, I'm Liam McCabe. I am Liam P. McCabe on Twitter or X. And uh, I'm Rayo. Uh, I am at Rayo Writes on Twitter or X. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We should do this again next time. Yes, let's do so. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, everyone. All right. Bye bye.